It knows how to hunt. Didn't it play out like that with- Yeah, it's like an homage. What? An homage is when you press control C on your keyboard and then control V. Oh, oh. This is PD from the Spin Rack and we also have- Calvin Ellis, ready to rock. Hey, sorry guys. So, you know, everything happened at once and um, we haven't been able to get you stuff, but um, we haven't lost too many viewers. So thank you for that. And um, we got you a movie review of Prey, the new Predator sequel, right? Or Predator, or the part of the Predator uh, franchise, right? And um, um before we go since um i guess cal do you want to give a little overview of this oh of of prey yeah uh, you, you put me on to this movie so you want to give the little uh, oh man my... that's well <laughs> thanks man <laughs> well, I, mean, I, can, I mean i can i can be i'll give the, I'll give a quick thing no no I like the way you worded it was like well this is your fault <laughs> no i'm not i don't mean it i think mean, you you hinted me and I, I i found time to put it in i will say that you know this is basically in the past like the 1800s it's hinted in i think the second movie where there was in like a, you could see an old-timey gun so we kind of have a hint of that and this hints that there could be other stories in the past and, well, um, it's actually it. Uh, sorry, it's it's actually connected to Predator Two. Mm -hmm. uh, in as much as this is like what uh, this is this is the year seventeen fifteen, and there's a in Predator Two at the very uh, at the close of the film, Danny Glover tracks the Predator that he's fighting onto his ship. He fights, he wins, but then the other Predators who have been observing the fight materialize, or at least they make themselves visible, and yeah. You know, they they cart off you know their you know they cart off the dead predator, and the eldest predator there the guy who looks like he's in charge he throws uh, Danny Glover a, uh, like a token or a trophy for his for his victory and it's a pistol a flintlock pistol from 1715. So this film over here actually ties into that. That's like it's really thin how it ties into it, but it's also into some of the predator comics where we'll see the predator fighting. Uh, you know the, the predators fighting during the uh, the civil war in America, or you know you know they've done this before this type of thing in the Dark Horse comics, and they also had a, a comic where it was was a predator big game, and he was fighting against the Native American character whose name I don't whose name I don't remember. So this takes from a different you know it, it, it's not a it, it's not a whole cloth idea. Or even original, it's been and it's been done with the Predator in the in the uh, the Dark Horse comics before. So, uh, but this is a, a a sequel where they're trying to say let's go back to you know, let's try to go back to basics, which is which is ironic that they can't even say that. But uh, let's try to go let's go back to basics with the original film, mm -hmm. and you know try to deliver on that. So we have a film where you know the Predator is this is 18th century, circa 1715, if you will. And uh, we're again in a situation where we have the predator who's hunting and he comes across people. Uh, you know, there's a lot of killing, there's a lot of killing that happens. And there is the last person surviving. 
and we get to see how this person is able to overcome the force of nature that the predator is, who is bigger, faster, stronger, better equipped, and how they're able to eke out a victory once more uh, against the predator. So that, I think that's a pretty, I think that's a decent overview without giving away too much before we get into it. Yeah, I mean, feel free to add in more. Um, I don't really have too much, I don't have much to add. I think that bringing up the part of the gun, that's something we should, I want to end, kind of end on because of how the continuity works or doesn't work with this film. Like, you know, usually these circles, Hollywood does not like to close the circle to say that, um, well, you can say anything, but well, you can say anything as far as how movies go. But let's go, we have this, we have this new talent is in the lead here and she just like i said with um with, with like get out we have someone who's a definite talent you could see this this um this talent she really is a face that you can watch the entire movie the same way i felt with get out in the lead and get out which i was kind of saying this is a movie where we have one guy who seems to be the victim and how is this gonna carry through and him as an actor carry through the whole movie now her character is a little different because she is a character who's going through her female hero's journey where she wants to be a hunter and obviously the rest of the, the of her her tribe is like no you can you're a great healer you can track and all this other stuff you're better doing those things and helping out around the way and but they, just I, I just want to touch on that they, they never dissuade her from hunting they never dissuade her from hunting, but they do say, you're really good at these other things. Why do you want to do this? And her response is the great response of, because you think I can't. That's it. Well, she's a woman getting kicked in the morning every morning. She's getting kicked. <laughs> okay. so let's not, let's not, as much as we're going to go in on this, she's getting kicked. So they're telling us something that She's low, but low on the scale of things. So just get up and get to work. She don't, well, the problem is, like I say, like, I mean, I don't know if your father or your mother, you know, woke you up. They didn't wake me up nicely. So I'm not, I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but usually I get up. Chick ain't get up, but they're trying to show us something that she's kind of low on the scale of things. But this would be the same with how kids are treated to be like, get to work. I, I need you to make, make these moves. You're sleeping too long. Even, but see, even that, you know, are you, huh. She, we see her getting kicked. The woman who she's speaking with, her mom, she's not getting kicked. We don't. Everybody we don't else ever, is up. The son yeah, is up. The mom yeah, so, is up. <laughs> the, the, the you know the premise that somehow oh you know she's low on the total pole, but no you're low on the total pole because that's where you are. You haven't really earned anything past that, and because you don't want to do what it is that you're good at right now, you don't want to do the uh the you don't want to do like the healing or any of that type of stuff. You want to go do this. Well, yeah, that's why you stay there because you're not putting your energy into raising you into to raising your value that way or raising yourself up the totem pole you know that way but th that's me because i don't i really don't want to give this film any excuses for uh you know i, I don't want to give it any excuses for it because if they decide to go into that route of oh look uh you know this is how the women were treated and so on and so forth. like no you, it, this is your film and if that's what you're displaying you're displaying somebody who's not up and about when everybody else is you know you know there are no alarm clocks so you're going to get this foot and you're going to get up. So we have, oh, we have this, as you you told me earlier in the rule, we have this actress. Her name is Amber Mid-Thunder. She's a yes. definite new talent. And uh, I don't know how new she is, but new to me. And she well, looks she's like. Been on, 
she's been on she's been on a few series so okay. she you know but but you know if you uh, th- these are tv these are tv shows that are more niche shows and uh, so that means like look if you're watching them you know of her if you don't you know she hasn't been on anything that would be uh, a you know like with uh, mass market appeal you know like a game of thrones that type of thing yeah so i mean she's definitely you know someone who can carry film there's not much di- i mean this is in similar to someone saying that obviously the pitch was kind of like because they already had the the gun aspect but when they're pitching it's like but this is going to be our predator kind of the revenant meets predator type of thing so they have a lot of things of of, of wide shots gorgeous Amer- shots of america hinting of things that we can't see like you know kind of bear traps that stuff that the, this um this indian culture as these tribe is kind of running into which is kind of slowly builds as far as getting to the next stage of of the sort of the characters we get. So ultimately, in my mind, this is uh, you know, this this is a Hollywood movie. So you go in there, there's a lot of elements. And I say Hollywood movie, when I say something is a movie, that means it's usually a solid movie. Like it's it works the way Hollywood movies work. But when I say a Hollywood movie, there's a lot of Hollywood cliches and things that Hollywood does that, you know, plays to the genres and says, hey, this is a movie, so this character gets to do this, that, and the other. So I think that's where the the the, the, the film fails is that it's a little too much playing into what an action hero gets to do, how you're able to survive, some of the tricks and the gadgets and all this other stuff, all the stuff that you, you know, you would see in a Hollywood film in like a sequel. Whereas the Predator, the original Predator, was really like in this how a genre goes, it was kind of in the revisionist stage of a slasher slash sci-fi or even army film. Because when I was a kid, I wasn't a kid, I think I was 17 or 18. And I was kind of, you know, I, well, I was jaded even before then. So I had seen a lot of, I liked some Arnold films. I didn't like Raw Deal or Commando or some some of the other stuff. There was a lot of Who's those guys? Um, Chuck Norris films, Missing in Action. I was like, oh my God, and my brother would go see these things. I'm like saying, why? Why? We know what's going on here. So when we, me and my brother were sitting to see this, the original, not this, but the original Predator, my father's showing it to us. And we're just like, come on, this can't be good. This cannot be good. And then we're watching it, and it's like, oh, it's a surprise here. This is the first plot point, and you know, they find out that everything is BS. They, what they're there for, they don't even know why they're really there for. And then next thing you know, we get the the, you know, the sci-fi aspect. Whereas one of my teachers said it was like, you know, this is basically a slasher film, but it does the same way the first Alien did. It kind of broke down every cliche. Even they had all the, t- the toughest guy in the team, you know, the guy who got the biggest gun, he gets taken out. You know, <laughs> like the biggest gun gets taken out. Next thing you know, when Arnold says, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And none of that stuff works. And their plan fails. It's so it's it's just a brilliant film. They really put it together. And even when Arnold's supposed to be able to beat up the predator, he gets slapped around the entire jungle for it seemed to be 30 minutes. And then it, even at the end, when he kind of catches them, the predator sees it, and then then Arnold his character gets lucky and he's actually stop, Dutch actually stops him. But he he has to run and say <laughs> What it's like because he's got a freaking like a like a like some sort of atom bomb or something like that. So it's a really interesting movie. But since then, the other movies have played more to the Hollywood thing and kind of haven't been as strong for me. 
you know, as you're going on. And obviously the second one kind of introduced some elements like the alien and alien versus predator, which was already done in the comic books. And this aspect of seeing this old done. So, but I don't think the other films for me, have kind of measured up. I was kind of happy about this. Every time I hear predators, I'm like, oh, this could be good. Or, or Shane Black is back. I'm like, oh, this could be good. Oh, <laughs> you know, the predator versus the Indian tribe. Oh, this could be good. But then it's all the stuff of this girl trying to prove herself. But there's an interesting part of the predator where this predator is like a regular hunter. Like a regular hunter is kind of like, hey, all right, I'm going to throw out some bait. We're going to throw a boar or this. A lion's going to come after this boar, and then I'm going to kill the lion. So it's kind of like the way hunters work, where they don't really, they can't always do the, I'm, I'm going to try to be as quiet as I can. I'm going to use my marksmanship. It's kind of drawing the the... The, the prey out using these other methods and so it's like all of the it's like a matador all of the things in your favor so it's kind of but he kind of for the hollywood audiences this predator stops the you know the the top prey from killing the, the top, top predators from killing the smaller prey so there's a i think it's a, a wolf or dog chasing after rabbit the rabbit survives the predator does not like rabbit so he doesn't eat that the predator kind of looks around as this there's like the buffalo that's been killed. The predator is like, what is going on here? You can see him kind of wondering what this is about. But that's him also tracking, tracking the the tougher predator. And that leads to this sort of um French group that have kind of been, you know, after the, you know, killing killing the buffalo and kind of doing stuff to the Indian tribe. So it's they have some aspects of good, but it gets bogged down in doing this hero's journey where it also has a little too much David and Goliath. And I think it's really hard to do a really strong David and Goliath story because you have someone that's like like the size of somebody's thumb fighting like a tall giant. And it's like, yeah, you know, but in your faith, you can do it. It's like, no, not always. Don't tell the public that this can work because it can't work. You can't physically match up with all your skills. And it gets a little too much like you know, like Hit Girl or um, X, was it X-23 from the Logan movie? But X-23 is like augmented and she got claws so she can do all of the jumping around and hiding and this. And so they, but they, they I think they go a little too far with that stuff. So, I mean, what is, what is your feeling on her character and how, and her hero's journey, which they really concentrate on? Oh, well, well, again, if there's a definition of a Mary Sue, then that's what Naru's character is from start to finish. It's uh, it, it was so blatant. It was so it was, it was blatant. It was unapologetic. We're going there with this particular character. She is a healer. She is a tracker. She is a warrior. She is a hunter, and she's smarter than everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. And possessing of, you know, probably the best luck I have seen on a character in in some in some time. I mean, I, I I mean, this is one of the trophies that you have, you know, in in a, you know, in, in film and TV. And it's part of life as well that men are expendable. And I'm like, okay, but I was like, all of them, including the the exceptional men, they're expendable too. We're just gonna get rid of all of them. <laughs> they're all gone. Like all of these guys die. Uh, and, yeah. and in most places, they all die, so she can she can live on. Especially when they killed her brother, who I was like, man, that was a really good character you had right there. 
and that's the best that you could do for him. He's got to die too, sacrificing for her. It was just really, really hard to swallow. The, you know, the bit with the tomahawk and, and the rope attached to the tomahawk. I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't work. <clears throat> the, well, well, they, had two, they had two usage of it, the, not just as a weapon and to, to be retractable, but using it to get out of that um, that uh, mud, the, the quicksand slash mud, yeah. mud thing. Which is such a it's such a contrivance because the whole idea is we I mean it's it's Chekhov's gun again where all right we got to see you know if we show it we're going to see this again later so yeah. okay she's going to fall in the quicksand all right great we know she's going to use the quicksand again later okay but the whole scene was to you know again it shows her to be resourceful and so on but also so we can demonstrate uh, you know the quicksand what's the you know the, you know how she finds it okay now she's going to get out of it so you know that whole sequence there and then the funny thing was that hey for all the use of the quicksand at the end of the day it didn't it didn't matter you yeah. know it didn't matter that, she ended that, up all- that was yeah that's the other thing it's like but she had a, all, another plan to back that plan up like good lord i'm still trying to sort out how was she able to use the she had to be taught through how to use a flintlock gun that she somehow pulled off she was able to you know you know it had to be look you're going to put some powder in put the ball in, this, that, and the other. And she was able to do it. No problem at the end of the day. You know, and she was able, she had to be talked through doing the flintlock gun, but then she's able to use the Predator's alien tech and just like, no, there was no issue with it. So, you know, they just decided, look, you know, she's going to be able to do whatever the hell we want her to do at the end of the day, even if it's going to, even if it's going to board, even if it's going to just totally go into uh, that, you know, that cliche of a Mary Sue character. And they just, you know, they just went there with it. It was a lot of, I mean, just too many scenes for me, hard, you know, were just too, I couldn't suspend disbelief on them. So after I watched the film, I said, you know what, let me watch, let's, let me just check out a couple of reviews, uh, you know, a couple of reviews on this. I wanted to watch a couple of reviews that were favorable, a couple of reviews that were not, fa- you know, that were not favorable. And I noticed that anybody who was favorable, they didn't focus on the story. They focused on the cinematography. They focused on the setting. Uh, they focused on oh the depiction of the Comanche people. They focused on that. Anybody who didn't like it, they focused on the story. And the the one prevalent thing I kept hearing as well, you know, people saying, well, how can a hundred and ten pound girl fight off the predator? Well, how can a two hundred and forty pound man fight off the predator? I was like, the answer is neither of them can yep. fight off the predator. We that... saw that in the first. We saw that in the first movie. You know, Schwarzenegger tries. He but and and, and that's why that movie that movie was great. The writing on that was just great because, like you said, it takes every single, it takes every single cliche, it's cliche, every single convention, and when you're, and it takes it, and then it just turns it on and say, like, no, 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 you know, this is not, no, what you're expecting right over here, no, we're going to, we kill that, we're going to, you know, we put a pin in that, put a fork in it, and now we're going to move on to the next one, to the point when you're at the end, you're like, okay, how the hell does he get out of this? How the hell does he get, because he went over, you think he's going to die. He gets smeared in the he gets smeared in the mud. He's like, okay, so that saves him. Now he doesn't run away. He's like, no, now I'm going to take revenge and so on and so forth. Oh, so we got that cliche. Okay, great. So what's he going to do? He's going to just kick the predator's ass. No, falls in the water, loses that he loses that uh, invisibility. Now he's got to fight. The, but the predator's like, okay, we're going to fight hand to hand. He's like, all right, see, now you're going to fight me straight up. You're not going to cheat with that camouflage. Okay, <laughs> let's see what happens. And the predator quickly shows no. You got no chance with me hand to hand either. He spends the rest of the time running. He spends yeah. the rest of the time running away, tries to lure him into a trap. The predator's like, no, I think I got this now. I wasn't, you know, you, you got me first time in a net. 
And then I'm looking at this. Okay, using some stuff I'm not wrecking, but I, I think I got you. Walks around, getting ready to kill him, and he just gets lucky. That's all it is. Yeah, he it's a laugh. Lucky. It's an audible. It's a total audible where it's like that what makes it real. Where he just says, "Oh, if I make if I make this move, because he's like, go, I got it, I got you, go this way," and he does he does something that's totally unplanned, but that works. So that's the thing. It's like an audible, you know, is is the best part of that. And it's one of the things with it is that the original one, and this is one thing that people forget when they watch these movies. If you look at the pre, if you look at the original Predator, they don't destroy physics too bad, right? Yeah, if they're using these machine guns and they're shooting down the trees and they got powerful things like that, a tree might go in the other way. But when the when the guy with the glasses gets knocked and hits into a tree and he's finished, like he's totally finished. Saying in real life, if you hit into something, you get knocked into like a tree or something like that, and you're into your chest, you're done for days. Like he's like, I could make it, man. No, in this movie, he takes her and slams her to the ground, throws her to the side, and she gets. But like, I understand this is how movies work. But we're not in when you watch. When this, this is the thing. There's a difference in like watching the first Die Hard, right? There's a way to let you know you're gonna have fantastic action, right? So in the first Die Hard, they're saying they're gonna be gunplay, some explosions but not too crazy action. We're going to have real life stuff. We're going to have some jumping, but you're going to kind of believe this. When you get to live free and die hard, early on, they show you it's going to be, you know, wang bang action, right? So it sets up when you see him jumping off a plane to the side of the thing, they've set it up since the first scene when all the army guys come in and bullets are bouncing around the room and he's jumping and hiding next to the refrigerator and all this stuff. You set up how you do this. If you build the movie the way they did with all this reality and the thing and the hunting and all this basic stuff, you're not allowing yourself to do fantastic action. So you yeah, have and to help- make sense of this. You can't just be like, all right, now we're doing suspend, suspend your disbelief action. No, you've set up these live, well, these locales and all this other stuff. You can't do it. It doesn't work. And they, when the pred- and the predator is supposed to be hunting the best of the best. Okay, when he goes in the first movie, and even in the second movie, when Gary Busey's character comes over to, uh, when, he, uh, when he comes over to Danny Glover's character, and he's like, hey, you're the lion of the hunt. That's the only reason why you're still here. Mm-hmm. He wants you last. He's taking out everybody else, and then he's going to go after you. You're the, you're the top prize at the end of the day. You're the, you know, and the same in the first. He's whittling down. He's not, he could take them all out at once if he wanted to. He's like, no, I'm going to work my way up. This is the, this is the smallest game. That's the big game. You're the last guy I'm going to take out. But when, in that same sequence, when the guy gets hit with the tree and he goes into this, the only reason why we believe it is because they had some establishment of showing that these guys were top, these guys were the top dudes at their game. These are like the apex soldiers because they come in and mow down those gorillas. Those guys never have a shot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these guys, so you believe that, okay, this dude, if anybody would be able to make it, he's not necessarily going to be able to fight. Okay, but we're going to wrap him up. Just like when you watch the Kung Fu movie. The guy gets stabbed with the sword, but he comes over here, ties around his waist, and you believe it. Like, yeah, okay, you've already been, you've already been established enough that, okay, I'm going to suspend that this guy's tough enough to make it through, you know, so you can throw out the whole reality portion. We, I mean, the lead actress, okay, is without, you know, without a doubt, she's got star quality, but I never got anything to believe that she would be capable of doing any of this stuff, even from the first Tomahawk, even from the first Tomahawk throw, 
And you're really asking me to believe a lot at this point because you had her brother, uh, Tabi, in the film. And this guy came across, I mean, this guy came across like, okay, I can believe that this guy, I mean, he doesn't look like incredibly big or anything, but the guys at that time wouldn't have been big, but I can believe that this guy can at least throw a spear, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, with some accuracy. And, you know, he had the, you know, he's a newbie too. I think this might be his first, this is like his debut film, yeah. but he, he came across with, the, he came across with a, a, enough gravitas that I believe, okay, he, if he, you know, has a spear, he could come back with the, he could come back with the lion. And a great scene for him when he's riding around on the horse, you know, attacking the predator like that way. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to team up and they'll get the predator that way. And they're like, no, we got to kill him. because she's got to make, this has to be all her with the kill. She comes in, she kills all of the, oh God, the, 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 uh, the thing with those French, uh, the French traders, the, Sal- uh, the Salvagares. I was like, this can't be more of a caricature if they tried. Down to the bad teeth. It was just so. It was just that was just well, wild. I was like, she's got. Every, she's got everybody to kill got all bad teeth. Like, uh, you know, well, I will not, say. The, not the Comanches. The Comanches are beautiful. <laughs> they, well, okay, you got skin, me there. Good teeth. But they, but I will. They look I, great. I will say the thing of it is when when um, Naru is fighting the other like hunters and she's able to do do her X twenty three moves and it's just like yo. Chill with that. She just could be. Yep. They got to team up to take her out. Then, then the then the French guys they can't beat her up in a cage. She's able to do this, and it's just like, all right, we understand she's the lead, but stop saying because she's the lead that she can beat up everybody. Like, I mean, you can't. You're pushing your luck, saying, all right, with this lead, what would a, what would Bruce Willis do? What would or like? No, okay. If even in over the top, you set up that this guy is the best at the at, at what he does in the initial thing. So you're going to get the fantastic action from that. You can't just say, hey, why can't she just do all the stuff that Bruce Willis and, and all, because these, all the be, other be, guys do? Because all of those guys are, even Bruce, Bruce Willis, when we meet him, is in a stat, he's, a vet, he's a veteran police officer. That's what allows us to suspend disbelief at the end of the day that he's had. A, he's never done this before necessarily, but he has enough experience on the job that we believe he could survive this. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you have to establish. This is her first hunt. It's her first hunt. And then when, you know, the, we, we see her on the first hunt and what happens? She, you know, ends up uh, getting knocked out, you know, when the, when the, when the mouse. Oh, she, she kills, the, she kills the lion. And, in, but at the same time, she had to take a fall at the same time, and her brother took the credit from her. We all know the audience knows she did it. She yeah, killed was, the lion. She so, killed them so while all the team didn't know what they were doing. Her plan worked: get up in the tree, fall off the tree, and then throw. Like how? How are you gonna get any sort of momentum falling and throwing the? the come on. Let's, we're asking too. We, but, we, that, but that's the pandering. That's the pandering that they do when they have the female lead. No, no, no. It was you. Everything was you. The plan was yours. You weakened it. I took. You know, I stole the credit. So on and so forth. It's just. It's just wild. <laughs> it's wild at the end of the day because, it, it, again, I just watching it like it's still fiction. It's still fiction at the end of the day, and the rules of fiction still apply. You. It's not enough that this person is supposed to win. The audience has to want this person to win. You shouldn't be ambivalent, shouldn't be apathetic towards it. The audience should want to see her defeat the pre- you know, defeat the predator. It's like um, 
Aliens versus Predator had a similar situation with the first time when we had the female lead, mm-hmm. and none of this stuff happened. None of this stuff happened. So now Lathan's character comes out. She's like, no, no, no. She's not a warrior or a fighter or anything. She's got to adapt quickly. But we can suspend belief. Why? Because we see that she's tough enough to climb up the side of a mountain in the cold. So we believe, okay, she would be tough enough to survive this particular thing. And she has the predator. She's working with another predator, you know, to get through. So we can uh, we can make the jump over there. But what's more, by the time they get to the end and they're fighting the alien queen, we want to see these guys win. We don't want to. See, we don't want to see that thing win. We want to see them win. We want to see how they're well, going to pull. We're going to see how this pull this off. With uh, with this film to be, you know, it wasn't that I wanted to see her lose. I didn't care. But by the time it got to it, I was like, this is just so over the top. I don't care what happens any longer. And when they decided to make her war chief, then at the end, I just said, I can't believe this. <laughs> I said, well, I can't believe this. I was like, she's the war chief then. I was like, there was nobody else. And I was like, wow, you know what? There was nobody else. They killed everyone else. That's the other thing. They're going to have to find some, they're going to have to make some trades, get some new men. Well, no. All right. This is, I want to go back. They don't, need well, any, they don't need any men in there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, right? Ultimately, I think with, um, I think with, um, what is that thing? I think if we go to what the movie is telling, like you said, you have the alien queen in Aliens vs. Predator. You have these survivors, the last two survivors. And you don't want the aliens to win and get out and then spread and do that. So there's a thing to kill it. The difference in this is that you have an out. These, this Indian tribe is not the, the biggest predator. So, and he's not after them. So they can basically go home and just not hold their weapons up and not chase after anything. And they won't be looked at as the biggest predators on the, on, on earth right now. So, and then, the predator gets to take the gun back on the ship and set up part two, being a, a, a loop instead of you know because they like to have movies have to have loops because he said the line if it bleeds you kill it, you this is where you stand. They don't like storytelling loops. They're like no, we don't have to follow that. They got the gun some other time. That gun was a different gun. Some other predator came and brought that gun back. But I just think when you look at this stuff, they could have just easily ran home and said, this predator isn't after us. He sees our plight. We kind of tried to fight it and he, he showed we can win and let's just go home. But that obviously wouldn't be the most action, but that's the story you're telling. You're not telling the predator isn't really after them. They threw their they threw their weapons up and the predator said, I got to deal with you. We got to cut you up. And that's what happened. So ultimately they could get out. They had an out, but they had said, you know what? Now we have to win. What? He, they spirit predator saved you from those guys. These guys are trying to, to murder you. These guys are trying what's to kill your whole the, the, your whole existence. And what's more, earlier in the film, she says, "Look, there's something out there. We need to go and find it. Go go past our boundaries." Like, wait a minute. Why do we got to go out there and go find trouble? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, again. It's just on so many levels. It's wild. And then I also, you know, when I was looking at the reviews, I realized, okay. This is going to be like another repeat of Wonder Woman where nobody wants to give nobody wants to give a bad review because it's a female lead and it's dealing with the Comanche people. And these guys are like, mm, I don't you know, I can already see these guys coming after me if I don't say anything good about this. I'm going to focus on everything except the bad story. Well, I will say there's a part that I liked in this, even though it was a little too reminiscent of the Revenant. The bear comes 
and the bear is like gonna kill her. She has the dumb idea that she can take this bear out by herself. This is the problem. To be a tribe in this thing, being one with the land, is not to have this thing where you're constantly fighting and having the, the nonsense. Um, like they gotta work as a team. Like, I mean, even in the, what's that thing? Um, what's that thing? Um, uh, Outlander? Like where yeah. the lead is the the lead is the healer with the was the Jacobite tribe the bit the Jacobite army like mm -hmm. basically they work even though they they kind of like they 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 really tired of the girl they work as a team together you can see even her big the people she struggles with they start to meld as a team these people these they they should be a team now. So when they're in there, they're not constantly say, hey, you know, we could use her as a healer. Like this stuff, like they keep going to the, the standard Hollywood stuff. When you get to the scene and she's ridiculous thinking, I can take out this bear with a couple spears and whatnot. And <laughs> that's not gonna stop it. So she does her thing, the bear figures out what's going on. I'm getting to the scene I like, it's coming up at some point, right? So the bear is gonna get her. Then the dog is like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna try to do something So the dog. The dog barks and then the bear chases the dog, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, the, I like the dog in this movie. The next scene, right? Because they're going all the other, and she's deciding, let me gather all my stuff so I can, we can kill the thing. The dog is booking the other way. When you see your <laughs> friend booking the other way, you run. That scene where the dog was out of here, like, we're out. I did as much as I could. You should be gone. That was the plan. She's like, no, I can get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the dog, that was the brilliant. The dog was just like booking. Like that was it. I survived. I don't know how, but we sh you should have been gone, girl. I can't do nothing. I did as much as I could. And then she's like, "Oh no!" Next thing you know, next thing you know, he's uh, then the predator comes. And I, I, oh, I will say, I didn't like since obviously she looks like how you know, um, twenty. <laughs> Twenty-first century, <laughs> um, the, the you know the Indian tribe. This is how they, they look like. They look. There's no evolution here. Why do they have to have? I understand different armor, but they had the the predator evolve a little in the face and have a different it looked, face. They look like they were ready to go out to the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all look beautiful. I was like, this, yeah. and that's what again. Yeah, I'm looking at the French dudes. These guys all oh, look all slovenly. Look like they barely dressed, bad teeth. Comanches look great. <laughs> I was like, okay. Got, I got yeah. top teeth, no wooden bottom teeth. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. Take a hint. Those are the evil guys. We know why. Then that's but, like, uh, if the predator's after the evil guys, then why do you need to kill the predator? The predator isn't after the people. He might have taken out a couple of apex predators in your. You no, know, you already said it. It wasn't even in their land. They're just like, they're just like I'm going to kill some of those things. I'm killing the people. And you know you still can eat rabbits and all of the little vermin around the area and all that stuff. You'll still have food to have, and 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 the predator's going to be gone. You know, like and the predator will take the gun. Like, nope, we got to kill it. And I say, yeah, it's a cool visual having, you know, the guy, you know, the, the lead of the Indian tribe on the horse and doing his thing. That was a cool shot. It was a nice visual. I didn't want him to win. But I'll just like, because that's the, at the same part when you have something that's so much more powerful than the other thing. And I, I, I use this when we talked before, let's say in the scene where, you know, we like to see Spider-Man beat up someone bigger. We like to see the David and Goliath stuff. But in, in a lot of times, 
when you had when the, was it Rick Mahorn used to play on the Bad Boys and he switch, you know, he was traded and then he got into his altercation with Isaiah Thomas, who's like, you know, I think he might be just a tad bit shorter than I am as far as basketball height. So it's like he's not that big, and he got mad at Rick Mahorn, and he's jumping up and hitting him, and Rick Mahorn didn't move. And it's just like that's yeah. what you're dealing with. You don't no effect at all. <laughs> and that's the thing. You don't even you you tough. You might be able to fight, and then you run it because he's from what's he from? He's from the, um, Chicago. From the, the he was he was you know like his brothers were you know had struggled with drugs. He's from the streets. And you can put the biggest guy, you can be tough, you fight all that time. You fight someone <laughs> like six, seven, and you throw a punch, and it's like, this guy is solid as a rock. Don't feel a thing. It don't matter. Well, that's, also, just, hmm? that's also Rick Mahorn. So Rick Mahorn, <laughs> Rick Mahorn is not your average six, seven dude. Either. You, know, you got some six, seven guys, you might hit them, and they might you know crumple like paper, but not Rick Mahorn. That's he was so guy. big, he didn't even retaliate. That was how bad it was. He didn't really. Probably, he was probably stunned. He was like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, I get it. You, you guys are the bad boys now. We gotta fight us. Yeah, I get it. You know, I think the same happened when the was what's the name? Fouled, um, like the, you remember that story with uh, you remember the story with uh, what's it? Jamie Foxx getting into a fight with LL Cool J. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, and punched one. him in the face. He punched. Oh, yeah, I remember, <laughs> they were like, they were, it was, at first the people were telling me that uh. You know, Fox had beat up Cool J, and I was like, "Huh?" And then when I heard the whole thing, it was like, "No, Cool J got hit." And then he kind of like looked at him and said, "Why did you hit me?" And then yeah. when he explains it, he's like, "Okay, now I'm going to beat you up." <laughs> that, no, the, the, the other bit was like he took the he took the punch to the face, and then he went back to acting the scene out. And then in the next scene, when they're playing, he's like, "This." He, he, well, he said it like he said. No, they said he said. What's the guy said? He blasted him. And his LL's description was grabbing the helmet, taking it off, and then hitting them. Like, but it's like that's the thing when you got someone. I mean, you got someone that's like, yeah, you can be tough. They are have. They think there was a was it a was it um Jack Johnson where he's fighting uh like a, a, a lighter weight and um the guy sucker punched him because it's supposed to be an exhibition fight. And he sucker punched him and dropped Jack Johnson. And Jack Johnson got up and just said, bang, bang, bang. That's not, what's an exhibition, you dummy? And he's like, no, I got my shot off. And then next thing you know, Jack Johnson stomped him out. He's like, no, that's not how it goes. On that case, but at the same time, where you have, or like I was just watching something on uh, Michael Spinks being a light heavyweight going up against a lot of um, real heavyweights. But the heavyweight division, even though he did well early on, then when it came to Tyson, he wasn't even able to do anything. It was kind of, you, you, it's not something that you should prep, you always do. And when you do no, it, did, you can. He did, um, he, did he, he did pretty well. He showed us the art of uh, bottom fighting. <laughs> he, he was doing a good job of looking up at Tyson, like, all right, if you get down on here on this ground, you're in trouble. <laughs> well, if you don't want to do it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's a, uh, but the thing is, I don't, we don't want to, because Hollywood comics, Everyone has used up the David and Goliath thing so much. They act like it's a convention when it's a cliche, right? So when you do it, you have, like, even in this thing, people made fun of the Karate Kid for years, saying, oh, the montage, you learn how to fight. But he got his ass kicked more than he won in that, in that tournament. They were stomping him out. He was just winning by points. And that's what Miyagi had taught him, the defense, so he could get a point. 
that was it. I don't think they, mm-hmm. they don't seem to get it. it, it uh, uh, with that type of stuff, the predator, these these guys, what happened? They were they were very fortunate. Okay, they had very fortunate moments. And you know, Miyagi was oh, that'd be a whole nother show. But Miyagi is training him to do what? To be competent in this tournament. He's not training him to jump off walls and do flying kicks, you know, and do split. Mm-hmm just enough to get through this tournament for a point system so he can get these guys off his back. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's it. He gets, you know, he's got beginner's luck going for him. They what is it? He's still getting tagged. He gets his leg wrecked, okay? And then he the one technique that he happens to practice when Miyagi, you know, he that he happens to practice without Miyagi, the one technique that he happens to practice happens just happens to come into play for him and it works that's it yeah <laughs> you know that's something it. it's something that don't what's the name is you know this competitor hadn't seen and there was a yep. total surprise so it's like what is this was it just get the point just... <laughs> like, what is he doing just get the point get the point oh my face <laughs> yeah so it's uh i mean so i mean um that was an it, illegal kick <laughs> i feel i feel going back to this movie i feel that um it's gonna. It's probably gonna do well. It has a strong lead. She, you know, if you're looking at a movie, you're kind of saying, "Oh, this person is good as a, you know, as a lead." I probably would like to see her in more things. And then it hints to doing another Predator versus the Samurai and whatnot. But oh, I'm not God, gonna no. watch another movie where you have people with, you know, you know, like you know, staffs and and swords, and the predator got all this high tech, and it's like, oh yeah, you got me. The predator's like, oh you got me. Well, we, <laughs> oh you we, got we, me we good. Got, we got the samurai. We got the samurai treatment in uh, what was it Predators when they had all those guys uh, on the planet, and then they had the Yakuza guy, and he finds a sword, and they do. And here's the thing: as cliche as that may have, may have been, I loved that scene. I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. Be, you know, he's, I love the scene. He's like, I'm going to come over here and they're doing the whole thing. And, yeah! and, you know, straight out of like a Yojimbo movie or something. I really, as, as, as you know, come on, you know, you can't beat the Predator with the, you know, with the, with the, you know, with the, with the, with the Daito, with the Katana. You can't do that. But again, that's where you're like, you know what? I'm going to suspend disbelief just because I want to see this because I'm, I'm such a fan of those type of films. They decided to do it with the Predator film. I'm a fan of that. It was just like, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me see how well they execute this and I can be, you know, I can go with it. So you can still get people on board with like, all right, I'm going to give you something that would be really cool in another genre, but I'm going to do it here. Okay. And, you know, like, all right, cool. I'm a fan of this. Let's see how well you execute. But this, it was, it was just, it's just too many. It was, for me, it was just too many things. It's too heavy a lift with the disbelief. Uh, with the suspending of disbelief, the pandering was just uh, it was just so thick. It was the pandering was thick enough to choke on. At the end of the day, and uh, see, I like two things about the film. I liked uh, Tabi's character, her brother, but the thing is, I shouldn't like him more than the lead. And they made him. They didn't make him a nice guy. They made him a noble character. He's very patient with his sister. He loves his sister. She does all this stuff. You know, he takes her side. He compliments her. He gives her, you know, he gives her credit. And then he's still a capable warrior. All this stuff. I'm like, but he's great. You know, I would really like to see more about that guy. He's close to like an archetype, which I really enjoy in terms of characters. I would rather see more about him than her, who's just doing all this stuff. And, you know, you know, you know, for, you know, for the sake of pandering to, uh, to, to a female audience. And the only thing that I liked more than that was the dog. The dog was excellent. Give the dog a sequel. Yes. yes. Well, I think I don't think they got the 
they were doing what we would do, like what we've seen all the time with um, the young girl wanting to be something that, you know, the oh. society won't allow her to be, rather than oh, say- sure. You mean Shuri? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that, well, that's what we're probably gonna see in this world of Wakanda thing. But, you know, it's like, you have to, I mean, you can do this and you got all these, you know, as the cinematography and all that stuff, you can hide doing a regular, that's the thing. Like, um, like the Predator hit a slasher and broke every cliche in what should just have been an action film. Same with Aliens. They had a slasher film hidden in a sci-fi movie book. They broke every cliche possible in the first movie, which made sense when you did the second movie. It just was a commando film. But even though it was a commando film in the second one, it said that they can't actually beat these aliens. And that's the hard part that people forget. It's like, hey, yeah, it was just a commando film. Aliens was just a commando film, even though they had the, the female lead kind of had to take it, you know, take the end of the, the fight. But they didn't, they didn't say that, hey, you know, we're, you know, the, like, what's the name gets superpowers and she can fight the, the alien queen by herself. There's a, a perfect storm of how she got to do what she did and that sort of thing. So it was kind of, it was on the edge, but it's like they had the bigger commandos go through it. And she's, they had the girl moment where she's in the, she's like, all right, you guys go to sleep. And then the guy, uh, Paul Reiser locks them in, <laughs> in the room and they're running for their life. In, in the room where it's just like, hey, if you're against these, you know, face hugger, there's not much you can do, you know, then didn't turn into her doing some karate and doing three moves like, um, like um, Beatrice Kiddo and Kill Bill, where it's like, hey, here's, <laughs> I'm better than everybody. Bill taught me all these rules, so I'm even better than the Asian girl that's been doing the karate while I was dead. So it's, it's just kind of, when you're doing these movies, and I get it, you could do the you could do the standard, but you have to remember what made the first one good, and that's like let's see how much cliches we can break down, and that's when you get to the really good meat, and you care about the characters instead of saying you know what she has to beat the hell out of the predator, and I was surprised that she didn't carry the predator on his back to the thing. So hey, we're gonna be eating predator today. I don't know what predator tastes like. You know, it tastes like it's a little gamey, but. <laughs> You know, it's like that sort of thing. So I, this is not a, definitely not a recommend for me. We haven't talked about recommending movies in a while or comics, but it's definitely not a recommend. I'm, I haven't thoroughly enjoyed a Predator film outside of the first one. I stopped the, the um, you know, the Predators early. So I haven't made it through outside of the seeing the, you know, second one in the theaters. And I was had some some issues with that. But, um, you know, they at least tried to do some things in there. And at the end, they said, all right, Danny Glover won, but, you know, you can't beat all of us. We we allowed this to happen. And basically, we let you know that. We that was such a cool there. moment. That was such a cool moment because I, I, I didn't, I, I mean, little things in films, you know, work, you know, work for me because I love the fact that he fought him. And again, he gets lucky. Even with one hand, the predator's like, look, you know, he gets lucky. I was like, I'm gonna play possum, hope this works. Okay, good, no problem. And he has to have his weapon. But as soon as the other predators come, I never knew, does he drop the weapon because he's terrified? Or does he like drop the weapon because he realizes, hey, 
You know, if I drop this weapon, maybe I got a shot. You know, he's just exhausted at the end of the day. And the predators, you know, they have their code, so they leave him alone because, you know, you already, you defeated, this was your fight, you defeated this, you know, so you're good. But even the same thing, like, they're leaving, he's still on the ship. He's like, I got to get out. And then he's yeah. doing the, uh, like, the Richard Pryor, he's doing the Richard Pryor run. Like, <laughs> like, looking like oh, you know, looking around, trying to get out the ship, we were cracking, we were just dying laughing. I thought yeah. it was, um, I thought that was, it's hard for the, I know it's hard for the sequel to surpass the original. It doesn't necessarily happen very often, but I thought that was a solid sequel. I thought that was a solid sequel. It was definitely not as good as the original. It was entertaining, plenty of stuff to go through. I was able to crack up with all the bad Jamaican accents. You know, that stuff was, you know, that stuff was great. And then I think the only other one was uh, the Aliens versus Predators, uh, the first one, but you can't really count that as a sequel. That was more like an intro to the, you know, these guys sharing the same universe. But yeah, this one over here, no, I see. I've also come to the. I've also come to the. Uh, I've, I've come to the acceptance that look, some people do not care about story or quality when it comes to their entertainment. If they're entertained and they like it, that's enough for them. So, hey, if you're entertained and you like it, that's cool. You know, for me, it's like you know, there's certain things that I watch and I'm in the same breath. I don't really care too much about everything else. You know, if I'm entertained and I like it, no problem. And then there's situations like with this film, I'm like, look, it's just, you know, for me and the way my brain works, it's just too much. I can't get into this because it's just, it's too much of the things that make something bad. Okay. You know, just clear across the board. But again, when it comes to, when it comes to the arts, the arts, is, you know, we, we decided that the arts were subjective. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to come up with a, you know, a million and a half reasons to show, you know, to explain why it is that we felt that this wasn't good. And somebody else can just shrug their shoulders and say, yeah, I liked it. So, you know, that's where, that's where it is at the end of the day. But, you know, some of the, just, the justification for the film, and I thought the unwillingness to just call a spade a spade as to what the film was doing. I, I don't know, maybe, you know, I, was like, I, I know the Disney's behind it. So maybe Disney was like, hey, look, if we do this right, we could have another Disney princess on our hands. You know, we, you know, we, you know, we could do something along those lines. But uh, there was some, I mean, there was some stuff that they, I don't know what they could have done with this because I thought they did so much. I, I, I got taken out of the film when I saw her throw in the tomahawk for the first time. And I said, there's no way she threw that tomahawk and it landed that way. There's no way. I'm watching you throw it and you do the cut. And I'm like, there's no way she threw that. Maybe if she used two hands, it would have, you know, sailed up. But there's just no way this is going on at the end of the day. And, th and there are other movies where people do stuff. Okay, they'll throw a spear or something of that nature. And I just, and I don't have a problem because they helped, they sold it. You know, they used, you know, put your body into it a little bit more. Do something to help me go along, to help me go along with this. And, you know, at every turn, it was just like, look, you know, you just either accept it or don't accept it. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to accept I'm not going to accept it. But your mileage may vary. Those of you out there, you may watch it and say, hey, this was great. You loved it at every turn. Uh, you don't have any issues with it and you enjoy it. No problem. You enjoy it. It still sucks. But, you know, it's possible to like sucky stuff. I know I've liked some sucky stuff in my life as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think there's always, uh, I mean, it's not something that you can do a scorecard as far as suspend disbelief. But I think one of the harder things is that people don't, you know, they just say we're in a movie. So there's dramas that need to worry about suspension of disbelief. And obviously there's sci-fi that needs, but a lot of times they just say, hey, we're in a movie. 
like you can jump from you know you can jump from a building to the ground and you know you don't get hurt whereas you know you watch the, the matrix and doing these jumps and not getting hurt because they say the matrix isn't real so they say making you can bend this reality and the physics into your how you need to do it because it's not real so they set it up early on rather than going through this thing where you kind of just have a random scene and saying the audiences are smart enough to realize it's a movie and we don't need to go through that whereas this thing is like we're trying to set up that she's a she's she's a hunter and they won't accept it we're just like eh you know this kind of we've seen this before a lot of times it's just like is it the b story to the a story that leads to all the stuff we're just like try to make something the story is is that these guys aren't the top predators obviously the french guys are so you have a situation where even if they came into conflict with the predator the predator isn't really after them so they can go back home back to their lives and everybody can go back alive but nope they can't do that it's a movie she's got to win and carry the predator on her back and say i did it I'm the chief, like I had to speed, I actually literally had to fast forward through some most of this movie. Sorry, I had to she, do it. She does so well against the Predator, it makes me like, well, why couldn't Dutch and those guys do better? <laughs> well, the, the, the Predator evolved, look, what do you mean? She has moves, she has freaking 20, like the moves we see in movies now. We see some X-23 moves and hit girl moves and all that stuff, but we see these things where these little tiny munchkins can beat up like um, six, seven characters and flipping around and doing all this stuff and getting the leverage on people and all that. And it's just like, chill with that. Oh, I just ran by. Like the speed of the predator is way fast. Let's think people even talk, let's throw, we, they, we're tossing out physics and we're talking, tossing out the speed of the predator. That None of those guys are as fast as the predator. That's the thing. When you look at the first movie, when they shoot, they shoot and you see the soul that fall down and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, they got him. And then they still didn't get the Predator. Like, <laughs> that's what's cool. It's like, hey, we see it. There's a chance. Nah, the Predator already has this whole jungle mapped out and knows his ins and outs. And they're like, no, oh, the, ooh, ah, you got me. Oh, I'm fighting another, oh, you got me. So it's like, oh, they're shooting, bleeding, busting through him. And it's just like, we gotta, we no, gotta tenderize him like a, a matador so when she gets to the end he's got nothing left and he's an idiot because he don't know how to use his helmet no, that's, that's how you do that's how you do stuff like if you're doing like a like you know something animated for kids or something of that nature where you could have uh you know like you, you could have a, a saber-toothed tiger uh, fighting a wildebeest and somehow the wildebeest is able to get him to run into these walls and kick and bag the you know th that type of nonsense but you know uh, anything other than that, if we show the wildebeest and a, and a lion, you know, the wildebeest is dead meat, unless it somehow it's able to run away. Now, if we see something where, you know, the wildebeest just happened to jump over something, the lion didn't see it, smashes into it, okay, you got lucky, you live another day at the end of the day. But that, for me, was always the the, the premise of the Predator. This guy is, and then the first movie, again, demonstrates it. You can't stop this guy, <laughs> okay? You can't, you're not going to outsmart him, okay? You're not going to outfight him. His technology is superior to yours, okay? You're not going to do all this stuff. Okay, great. Now, how do you win? Okay, this guy is going to, this guy beats you seven ways to Sunday. How do you win? Oh, okay. It was just like literally a clever stroke of luck. You survived. You were the last man standing. 
you survive long enough, you're like, you know, you're like Ishmael holding on to, you know, holding on to the raft for three days. You know, you were just, you, you were just that fortunate at the end of the day. And it works because of the cleverness of, you know, how you get to that point. And then it becomes more like, no, we can just fight the predator hand in hand. Like, no, you can't. Yeah, that's the thing. And um, it took, you know, some of the weapons that he had, it was like, well, um, kind of pull those weapons out as they're trying to, like, this thing is cutting you. Oh, oh, and, and that rock scene with the shield. And it's just like, the kind of mirrored the Dutch scene. It's just like, yo, she should be dead. Just had, chop her head off and pull the brain out, pull the stem and walk away. Like, come on. I had it. I had it at that point. So, you know, all right. So let's close this off. Anything else you want to say on this? I, love, I really like the dog. <laughs> yeah, that I, I can't. When I saw the dog book it, that's what it. She should have went back, got the dog and left town. It's like, oh, no, look, my medicine freezes the body over. So you can't. Uh, OK, all right. This is now you did it. <laughs> now you did it. So I am I was um. I regretfully sometimes I watch movies like is this gonna be one of those bad movies? And it turned out to yes. be one of those. So um, Yes, it's it's one of those it's one of those bad movies. But I think that they probably got a buzz around this and they got a talent going in here and they um have they could, you know, I don't I, I I please, you know I think they real I think they realized that with who was it? Uh was this cat John Campia? I, I was watching something on his channel and, you know, he gave it a, I don't know, even before, like he said he saw it and he said he really liked it. So mm -hmm. I've heard some stuff that Campia had to say before. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take, you know, I said, look, you know what, I, I'll take that as a, as, a, as a reasonable, as short as it was, I'll say, I'll take that as a reasonable review. I think that John Campia knows what he's talking about. And then when I saw it, I was like, okay, I get it now. This is something where they realized, oh, we can get a lot of push out of this in terms of not necessarily in terms of making a good movie but in good press you know and for, you know good press for you know these other boxes we can check on this so come on everybody let's just let's just play along when it comes along to this because i've seen him review other stuff and make the same criticisms that the two of us are making right now about the film but for some reason he liked this one so i was like i get it we're going to give this we're going to soft pedal this one okay we're going to do some hands-off stuff because again, you know, you can get some. Uh, we can, you can definitely get a lot of great press for the stuff that was done in this, for the stuff that was done in the movie, as long as you don't have to focus on the failings of the story. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they don't try to do a prey to utilize and saying that people liked it so much. Let's do it again. But you're gonna kill two predators this time. <laughs> the predator's gonna kill. You know. Kill some more of the, um, you know, the settlers. You're gonna kill a whole tribe of, 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 of a whole thing of settlers that are coming in trying to kill the alien. And then she'll kill two of them and get on their ship and fly it over to the with the rest of the only because only women there. <laughs> Have the spaceship take the spaceship away and the predator's, gonna, the predator's gonna come kill everybody and then see her and say, uh oh, run away. She's tough. She's too tough. It's gonna be like no, this isn't the this isn't David and Goliath. This is the mouse and the elephant and the shut up. All right, so all right, y'all. Um, thanks for watching. Um, please like, subscribe. Uh, yeah, check out, check out, check it out. Let us know what you thought. You know, your mileage may vary. I'm saying don't check it out <laughs> unless you want to complain with us. So, spin yeah. a rack. Way out, out, out. <laughs>